Well, hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Work Rate <laughs> Podcast. Um, this is our AEW in review. I uh, So, I don't know if you listened to the last podcast at all, Brad. I don't know why you would sit there and listen to yourself. But I edited in a little bit of me just talking about the, uh, the punk stuff. Because uh, mm-hmm. it happened before I could upload. And yeah. by happening before I could upload, I was just late uploading. And then yeah. it happened. So I was like, I'm just fucking fuck. I can't upload a wrestling podcast and pretend like he is still around. So <laughs> I talked about it, how it was a good thing. But give your thoughts on the punk firing. Um, I remember the episode we recorded when he came back. And how I talked about 20 minutes about how much I loved him and is excited he was back. But it quickly became one of those things where I don't know if you've ever dated someone and then broke up and then you guys get back together. You quickly realize why you were exes in the first place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the whole punk situation came out to be. I still love punk wrestling since-wise, but it was just a whole toxic relationship. Not from the beginning, because at the very beginning it was still very good. But man, I, I it seems like that, from I said that to a T. What you're talking about? Yeah, not not with a not with a like a relationship, but with like a, with a friendship. Yeah, I had a uh, I had a fucking I had a friend that I roomed with for one year of school. Um, mm-hmm. We had a place together, and we were good friends. We got along well, but he had a little bit of a temper, not with me, but with other things. He could be mm-hmm. volatile. And anyways, that uh, we just did that for one year and then we didn't live together after that. Not for any particular reason, just didn't happen. And then um, he sort of dropped off the grid for a bit. Um, we just sort of lost touch. And then... Um, he wanted to get back in touch again and hang out. It was just like, ah, oh, you know what? Yeah, sure. Well, I'll give it a shot. Cause, uh, but I was kind of happy when we were like, when we did lose touch. I was mm-hmm. like, this is fine. Um, and we got back together. And it was great. We were out with his friends. We were drinking, and it was all fine. And, but he just would not stop drinking to the point mm-hmm. where he got uh, he got sloppy. And then got aggressive, and then got angry, and then at one point tried mm-hmm. to pick a fight with me, and then is was I friends with CM Punk? <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it yeah. Was, it was like, so but I kicked him out of a cab because he, he was yelling at the cabbie, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You gotta get the fuck out of here, man!" <laughs> and he was like, "I'll fight you." Yeah. He's like, "Not in the cab, you're not." And then I had to apologize to the cabbie. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I was like, he was supposed to pay for this cab. I wasn't even going to get it. And then he got in the cab and I was yelling at you, threatening to fight me because I told him to stop yelling at the cabbie. I was just like, God damn it. And yeah, anyways, I was like, fun. I just blocked him out after that. I was like, no, yeah. we're not doing that again. Was like, I realized why I was happy when we weren't friends. Yeah. Or what? Not when we weren't friends, but what? what when he so when we lost touch, and then mm-hmm. I was like, Mm-mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Never go back. And yes. it's happened other times. We're just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we'll go with this with this person. And it's like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy gets weird in these certain situations that I don't like yeah. it. And that's why we stopped hanging out. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Punk's that guy. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's But without the drinking. He can't. We've, we've texted even, about this many times. He can't get out of his own way. I would rather mm-hmm. Punk be an alcoholic yeah. and acting like this than being straight edge and acting like this. Straight it just yeah, well, then you'd have an excuse person. for it. Yeah, because now it just means yeah, he's a yeah, shitty yeah. person. He doesn't, it's not like there's something he can change. This is just him. Yeah. I think he needs to go, I'm, I'm no psychiatrist or anything, but I think he needs to go to like anger management or something. Yeah, Because he can't like get out of his own way. Apparently I've, the, I've, the new shit's come out today. The new shit. The new oh, shit. Oh, I haven't seen you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that, I sent, sent this me, to yeah. you. It, this is actually really funny, actually. Um, mm-hmm. So what's happened is, sorry, can you hear all the clanging? No, I can't. I can't okay, cool. Because we, our place has like these fucking industrial ass doors. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like like school doors, mm-hmm. like ba bang, ba bang, ba bang. Yeah. Anyways, it sounds like fucking World War Three in here, but you can't hear it, so that's fine. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're putting together like some like I I we just moved in here, so we still have like boxes and stuff. Like we'll buy a new piece of furniture, have to put it together, but then we have to take the the boxes out. To the garbage. So, mm-hmm. like, it's in and out of the door a lot. And it's just like, bang, bang, mm-hmm. bang, bang. Anyways. <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Punk being an asshole. Um, oh, yeah. So. His, the new stuff that came out. Yeah. The new stuff is that, uh, as we know, the everyone involved in Brawl Out were not allowed to talk about each other. And were not allowed to disparage each other. And um, Punk broke that already. Mm-hmm. He did it the first time he, he showed fucked up. up like three weeks in. <laughs> no, right away. Like his yeah. first time back. Yeah, said, that's true. Right he, away. Yeah. He yeah. said the counterfeit bucks comment. Yeah, that's true. And the bucks apparently just shrugged it off. They're like, whatever. Fuck him. But yeah, whatever. I think Matt Jackson said that if this was 2008, we'd definitely make a short call that said counterfeit bucks or something like that. Yeah, they're like, oh, whatever. It's, it's not. It's, it's not worth it. Like they don't want any mm-hmm. contact with them. And. um then the the next week he he would go after Hangman and then he went after Hangman another time. Both times knowing that Hangman's not allowed in the building with them because Punk Punk mm-hmm. is a fragile little bitch. Um, yeah, and won't let anyone who is friends with the elite in the building, even though Hangman hasn't said shit about him since all this happened. He's the one guy who hasn't said a thing. Um, yeah. Anyways, so he, apparently uh, the same or so. Yes, there was a meeting that was supposed to happen, or that they were trying to have happen between the Bucks or between the Elite and CM Punk, and the report is that the the Bucks or the Elite had said if there's no issues for six months like a like a grace period then we will uh like yeah like like a period of time then we will we'll think about working with them again Mm -hmm. but six months of no issues 
And they were lenient there because day one he called them out. Yeah. So that's already, they could already say that's issue number one, but they didn't. However, recently the elite got a, a, a letter claiming defamation um, from a skit on BTE from Punk and his lawyers saying that they disparaged him. But apparently it's about that whole fucking sponsorship bit they've been doing for months and months. Like for mm-hmm. over a year that they like with Arby's and Wendy's and Chili's and all that shit. Like it's an ongoing bit they've been doing that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with punk. And this yeah. bit and the sketch has been happening since before he arrived. They have not mentioned his name. They haven't alluded to him. The one time they kind of made a joke about it, Ken Kenny was like pretending to drink a Pepsi. He's like, oh, this tastes like shit. And threw it aside. That yeah, was it. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even a real Pepsi. Mm-hmm. It was a water bottle with some like food coloring <laughs> in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just... I just love the idea of either him or someone close to him watching BTE to try and get the elite. Yeah. And then sending them some like bullshit like uh, defamation. Yeah. Like a lawsuit gag order thing. So apparently this might have been what squashed that meeting. Which. Okay. Yeah, because they're supposed to have a meeting before All In, right? And that. What... Yeah, but uh, apparently, um, depending on who you ask, um, from the Buck side, it's been they never agreed to the meeting. And mm-hmm. from Punk's side, it was they canceled the meeting. But if you're going to have a meeting and you've sent them a fucking letter to sue them about a skit (laughs) that had nothing to fucking do with you, like, why the fuck are Mm -hmm. we still talking about CM Punk, man? He ain't that good. He's been having the same feud in the same matches forever. He's basically just riding FTR's coattails, not the other way around, because FTR is actually having good matches. And is mm-hmm. working with the Bucks, is working with the elite, fucking threatening people with guns, fucking yeah. <laughs> they got they got Not their own living. shit. They got their own shit going yeah. now. Um I'm sure there's I'm sure they're sad and bummed that Punk's gone. But fucking the guy can't get out of his own way. Yeah, he he can't get out of his own way. That's the main thing. You I can't I lunge, really think he needs to go. You can't to lunge at your boss. Yeah, they yeah, lunged at sure. T. He lunged at TK for. First of all, it sounds like he uh, he initiated the physical confrontation with with Jack Perry. Which funny, as anytime Punk does these things, immediately there's a positive story about Punk, like a mm-hmm. like a story comes out like right away uh, that that favors him, such as like, oh, the elite came to his dressing room and and broke and kicked kicked open the door and started a fight and then people were like um actually the the head of hr was there the the chief legal counsel this okay well they didn't maybe they didn't actually kick open the door maybe they just walked in upset but like still 
<laughs> he always like tries to get he's like oh yeah. no like jack perry walked back there and uh and and nudged punk first and then punk pushed him and then jack perry charged him and then punk choked him out the charging apparently never happened yeah apparently punk pushed him and then choked him out that was it yeah he said do we have a problem jack perry tried to like move past him and that's how this happened and he Mm -hmm. knocked monitors on on tony fucking con like good riddance to this man good riddance this shit was not happening before him yeah before he arrived the most anything was happening before him was like brian pillman making stupid tweets and brian cage being a meathead that was it and (laughs) people just clowning on yeah that was it Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I the, that's think... when all friends wrestling. People were talking about all friends wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think they're. I th- I mean they're they'll get over it pretty quick as all out and this week's dynamite prove that they don't mm-hmm. need punk because I do think all Jack Perry needs to grow up a bit. Yeah, and I know he's just suspended indefinitely, so maybe while he's off, he can get some time and yeah he, he collect needs to, himself and because he can't go into business for himself like that obviously but it's mm-hmm. just a comment it's like people saying like oh he it's 50 50 who shares the blame and like no not at all the man said some mm-hmm. words and and punk tried to choke him out yeah. those are two different things and, which the whole and, chicago crowd chanted at all out <laughs> chanted uh Crimea River, which is oh, wild. Crimea River, which is awesome. <laughs> which is insane. Like that is mm-hmm. that is I know pro, it's, that is pro Jack Perry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was during the Young Bucks match too. So I know it was very strange. I don't know. It was odd. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be extreme. I think just, people are just so starting hostile to, get over to Tony at the beginning, and then at the end they're like, "Ah, mm-hmm. fuck it." <laughs> like we're yeah. good. I think they're just. They're realizing that it just wasn't working, and he's being maybe an that was oh that was the collision crowd that was like hostile mm-hmm. to Tony, and then the next day they're like yeah nah, nah whatever we don't care yeah <laughs> fuck punk yeah yeah uh, I I know what's going to happen too is all the stuff's going to die down because Sports Illustrated's already said that he's going to make a statement sometime yeah so I give it two more weeks when everyone's kind of trying to move on and forget about it, and then he's going to make a statement and no one here's the no one should believe him at this point because every single time he tries to get out in front of these things and tell his side of the story, mm-hmm. three quarters or like maybe more than that, other people are like, no, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, no? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what, are, what are we talking about here? Um, yeah. I'm sure, like, he's going to say something. Oh, these people are this. Oh, they did this to me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the blah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. He's phony. Phony baloney. Because he anyway. got fired. Was it fired with, what they say, with cause? Or? Fired with cause. Which something is, like Yeah. Uh, which no, means he doesn't no get paid anything. Yeah. Yeah, so they definitely have evidence proving their side of the story to be able to do well, that. Well, they have footage, too. So whatever mm-hmm. he says happens, they can show the footage. Mm-hmm. There's video of it. 
he do, he should not want that video to come out. Mm-hmm. Because Tony Khan, like they've all seen it, and all the lawyers were like, "Nah, he's got to go." Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, then no, that's not going to be in his favor. He should just drop that shit and move on. Yeah, just be just be quiet, bitter Phil again. We liked yeah. quiet, bitter Phil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when it's when Phil talks that he gets in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> Ace Steel's gone from the company now. Good again. Fucking lapdog of his his yeah. other lapdog. He has one cool lapdog, Larry, and mm-hmm. another lapdog, Ace Steel, who's mm-hmm. he was literally only brought back in because Punk said, "I won't work if Ace Steel's not here." That's the only reason he was brought. He doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. He couldn't even wasn't even allowed in the building. He just yeah. would have like Zoom calls with Phil. That was mm-hmm. his job, just working with Phil. So when Phil's gone, mm-hmm. he's like, okay, well, I guess we don't have to work with this weirdo. Mm-hmm. Who fucking bites people in real life, not kayfabe bites. <laughs> yeah, 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 really bites, yeah. Fucking bizarre little man. Okay, let's let, 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 let's get to the show. Let's get to the show. Yeah. So this show started out with with Orange Cassidy coming out, wearing the battle scars, um, the fans are going crazy. The fans won't let him talk, even if he wanted to talk. He would look mm-hmm. like he was going to, but the fans are just, they're eating the shit up. And he just says, hey, they told me not to come. They told me to take some time off. They said you're beat up. They said you went through hell. And he acknowledges that, but he says... I don't need a championship to be here every week. I'm still going to be here every week because I'm Orange Cassidy and I don't have a catchphrase. And that is mm-hmm. one of the best catchphrases in wrestling now. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. It's good shit, man. He is uh, he is, he's the king, man. Yeah. I, I actually didn't watch that match. I got right up to that match and then I passed the fuck out. Oh, that match was great. Well, the they one told thing such a is, good story. I learned real quick. That, well, I mean, I'm sure Tony Khan learned real quick that uh, people don't want to watch a second pay per view a week after another because <laughs> this show, as amazing as that show was, as all that was, it felt like a TV show because <laughs> it was so soon, and because in comparison to the, like the big grand, the spectacle, big arena, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it just felt like I was watching, like, a collision. Yeah. An incredible collision. And the matches were arguably better than um, all-ins. You you could say that. Oh, yeah. Kenny versus... From, like, a straight... Kenny versus Takashita. Amazing. Um, Joe mm-hmm. versus uh, Shane Taylor. Incredible. Shane Taylor. They fucking put Shane Taylor over huge in that, which mm-hmm. I loved. And I will give... I Hobbs versus Miro. That match oh was dope. my god, the crowd chanting <laughs> meat for every single strike and every single yeah. move. Chanting meat! And then a meat... meat. Yeah. <laughs> a meat forever chant was awesome. Um, both these Danielson meat, versus Stark. Both yeah. these meat was a chant as well. Both these yeah. meat. Both these meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Danielson versus Starks was amazing and could be match of the year i wouldn't argue if somebody said that no uh, that yes 
1000%. Fucking Ricky the Dragon Steamboat on commentary was amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't know he has that southern drawl. That's cool. Is he yeah, from the south? He, I, don't, I don't know. Hold on. I was about to look up. I don't know where he's from. It's it sounded like he had a southern drawl. Um and I loved it. Cuz he did do he did come up in the Carolinas, I think. Like doing all that. Uh, yeah, that's where he was real popular. NWA and he all that. Is from I mean he's born in New York. Oh. But, uh, okay. He's built from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Though. Well, yeah, he sounds like he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's what Yeah. Now, he was a he's a his commentary was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. He does not sound like a man in his 70s. Not that men in their 70s can't sound good. My dad's in his 70s. He's as sharp mm-hmm. as anything. But also, he went out there and was throwing hands and chops. Holy yeah. shit. He looked, he looked like he could go. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he could still throw the worked punches and the work chops. I was like, God damn. I can barely mm-hmm. move. My dad, yeah. who is like seventy-one years old, can barely move, and, but my dad's out there fucking putting, put like fixing a dock this weekend, which is crazy. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing, man? Um, yeah, it's like my dad. <laughs> every time we're about to record, you send me a message. Hey, I can't record. My dad needs a, my dad needs a, a hand like putting the roof yeah. back on his house or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I had to build a gate with him yesterday. Smash my damn pinky. It's all blue today. But okay. <laughs> our dads are killing us, man. Our dads are killing us. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just get photos of my dad doing these crazy jobs and I'm like, don't do those things. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Yeah. If if my dad had back surgery this year too, if if he didn't have back surgery, I'm sure he'd just be out there doing it by himself. But I always tell him, I'm like, just call me before you even start. Don't even try to start. <laughs> just... <laughs> the problem is my, my dad's like two, two, two and a half hours away now. They moved. Mm. So before, I would just go and help him do these things. Now mm-hmm. he just does these things, and I get photos sent yeah. to me. I was like, is that? It's like, is he repelling off the side of the house? That's not <laughs> happening, but like, I'm exaggerating. But yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. like he did what? <laughs> It's like you know he had knee surgery a year ago. He's had three <laughs> hernia surgeries. What the fuck are we doing? Well, anyways, yeah, Old guys like that are just built different. They really are. <laughs> and as uh, fucking Orange Cassidy is leaving, walking away, Moxley comes out for his match. Mm-hmm. Who is it against? Huh. Who is Moxley's match against? Oh, uh, AR Fox. AR Fox, yes, yes, yes. Which, this is also, and did we talk about how AR Fox may have misled the company and the reason why he's not in um, Mogul Embassy anymore is because uh, he wasn't allowed to go overseas? Uh, I don't think we talked about that because I didn't hear any of this. So <laughs> Yeah, so uh, AR Fox, uh, it's believed by people in AEW that he's not that he was not allowed to go to uh to Wembley to wrestle and that's why he mm-hmm. was like worked out of that match 
Um, mm-hmm. And wor- I, in my opinion, they threw the baby out with the bathwater. He can still wrestle in the States, man. You wrestle in the States every other show. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to fucking throw Kick him the- out of the group. Yeah, man. Because now he's just kind of floundering. Like, it's yeah. weird now. Like, it's like, I don't know, whatever. I didn't, that didn't seem necessary. You could have just had him get hurt. <laughs> yeah. You just, could have just had Sting hit him in the head with a bat or something. And was like, oh, yeah. he's concussed. But anyways. Yeah, then Christian um, comes out, yeah. But yeah, it's their belief that he sort of withheld that information from the company. So they had to, hmm. had to act fast and do that angle where yeah. he, uh where he gets turned on by swerve. Um, but yeah, so we had, uh, we had AR Fox versus Moxley. Good match as you would expect. Um, yeah. AR Fox goes toe to toe with them until Moxley just catches them with that King Kong lariat. That the one he got to AR Fox to look nasty. Oh my God. Like he laid that sucker in. He hits so hard with that thing. It's the closest we've had to the Bradshaw Lariat from mm-hmm. hell. Yeah. And yeah. legitimately so. He knocked Hangman out with it. Um, mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it's it's like Stan Hansen Bradshaw level. Yeah. And it's amazing. I love those things. Um, but yeah, but my... Yeah, I uh, I loved having um, having the kid having uh, what's his name um, Nick Wayne Nick Wayne in the back watching the match with Darby because Nick Wayne is pissed off and Darby is not um, Darby's mm-hmm. cheering him on the Darby inviting him back in so soon doesn't really make sense but again this is why I'm like you kind of Tony Khan kind of made this a little awkward. Because you gotta, yeah. it's like, wait, so you can just fucking almost murder this kid, but all is forgiven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Darby, I think, kind of dumb. <laughs> I think it's going to play in because I think Nick Wayne's going to turn on Darby at some point. I agree. And I think, I think AR Fox coming back and uh, Darby just accepting him is going to play into that. Absolutely. We have christian cage playing into the story as well here's the thing aw is mm-hmm. doing the twisting storyline thing again now which, which is, is nice. i love it when they do that stuff so yeah it's good yeah you have like you have all these different things you got darby siding with fucking ar fox and nick wayne um looking pissed off about that because they fucking murdered him in his house, <laughs> smashed the photo on his his literal video on the screen is him with the broken glass over his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the the yeah. whole video, his whole yeah. package. Aaron Fox wore his bloody shirt that he for, stole from him for two for, weeks. For weeks, yeah. <laughs> and now he's like, no, we're we're friends now. He's like, kid, we got to be friends with him again because he taught me how mm-hmm. to wrestle one time. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. He let me stay on his couch once. <laughs> but yeah, it's a yeah. good match, and uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, and I liked the after the match because Nick was Nick Wayne was still in the back, and then Christian's there talking to him. Like, I forget everything he said, but basically, basically, his stick of like, you want a daddy? 
Yeah. Well, he said he said uh, I owe you an apology because I went and watched your dad wrestle, and I gotta apologize because he's worse than I thought. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, then he said, "Have your mom call me." And then he walked off. This is an all-time <laughs> run by Christian right now. Oh yeah, all day. he doesn't Did even you have see to that? wrestle too, which is amazing. Yeah. Did you see the video on TikTok of him yes. and some little girl at like yes, a fan right. signing? He, he, he took stole her, her fake. He, he took stole her belt, put belt. it on his yeah. shoulder, and then just glared at her in the <laughs> photo. Yeah. Oh my god, the funniest thing. He is, mm-hmm. he is, a magician right now. He's fantastic. And then, uh, did you see at the All Out press conference when he came out? He's like, "How's everyone's dads?" <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest. It's the funniest thing. Um, mm-hmm. What I would love. Do we know if Eddie Kingston's dad is alive? Uh, do we know? This? I don't know. I feel because uh, he was raised by his mother, from mm-hmm. what I remember, or by his grandmother. I believe mm-hmm. his father's not in his life. His father might be dead. If that is the case. Yeah. We need to crown Eddie Kingston with that TNT title. I'll tell you what. Eddie Kingston comes Man. out and he's like, Hey, I hear you like fighting guys with no dads. My dad's dead, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. and then he just, That'd be so great. And then he just beats the shit out of uh, uh, fucking Christian, Christian and then beats the dinosaur. That'd be amazing. I want that. Mm-hmm. I need that. Yeah, that'd be so good. I was raised by my so next, I was raised by my mother, you asshole. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he says, "Like have your mom," and then he gets punched out. <laughs> Hang him. So by next, kind of breaking their. Yeah. So next, kind of breaking their formula. They had a women's match in the first hour, which is pretty nuts. Which was, was great. Ibi Sakura I... versus Chris Stanley. This match was awesome. It was only five minutes, but they did not slow down one no, bit. Oh, Emi Sakura is amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Very underutilized. Just from a mm-hmm. banger standpoint. Um, she goes yeah. out there. People don't pop for her. And then she makes them pop for her. Because she goes out mm-hmm. there. She does, she does that fucking awesome like crossbody, running crossbody. Um, in the yeah. corner, and then does it into the steps? She did it through the ropes. Yeah, she—it was like a sideways tope through the ropes, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then did it into the steps. And her chops, yeah. my God, her chops are hard. She did that awesome stalling backbreaker that I liked a lot. Oh my, yeah, where she, where she just held, she held her Chris up upside air. down. Yeah, and so, then did a backbreaker. So cool. Emmy Sakura is mm-hmm. a G. She is amazing, man. Mm-hmm. She's been in the fucking industry 25 years. Yeah. She's awesome. I hope she's a coach. I hope she's out there training these ladies because she's... She should be. She's probably the best female worker in the company. Yeah, she's excellent. Her, her and Serena Deeb, probably. Those two mm-hmm. should be uh, running workshops weekly. Yeah. Yeah, I've... I've never, I've never seen any a woman chop as hard as any Sakura in my life. She mm-hmm. creams people with those things. And shout out to Chris Statlander's outfit, the Zoolander. The Zoolander, yeah, yeah, it's so good. 
Even got Ben Stiller to tweet at her. Did she? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Ben Ben Stiller tweeted ridiculously good looking or something like that. Whatever the <laughs> Zoolander line is. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. Good yeah. shit. Good shit. Yeah, I and I'm a, I'm a fan of the uh, of the TBS slash TNT like open challenge stuff. <laughs> it's good because it just gives you a, a free batch every week that you can have. For sure. For sure. And um, then. So yes. next we had this amazing Roderick Strong promo <laughs> where he just talks about his parents were drug dealers and stuff. I don't know if this is for real or not because, like, the pictures they're showing are, like, him and his parents, like, hanging out at, like, amusement parks and stuff. <laughs> but he's like, they were drug addicts and they abandoned me. <laughs> it just looked like so, uh, him as a happy kid. Yeah. And then yeah. they showed the graphic for his match. Mm-hmm. And he just... Golly. He just looks like an looks IT so pathetic. guy. Yeah, like a, like the IT guy with a with a neck brace, and Taz could not stop laughing. Like yeah, we're in yeah. the middle Taz, of a match, and Taz is like, "I'm sorry, guys, but that crap is the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen." Yeah, that was so funny. Yeah, I think and his then... his gimmick now is just kind of that he's a liar. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of his gimmick. Like his neck, his neck's not hurt. He doesn't need the glasses. His family weren't drug mm-hmm. dealers. He didn't have a rough upbringing. I think he actually did mm-hmm. in real life, but like I think yeah. that's sort of the mm-hmm. the thing they're going with is that like no, he's yeah. a liar because that's what uh, that's what um, Tony Schiavone keeps saying. He's like nothing he's saying mm-hmm. is the truth. Yeah, he's just he's trying to get all the sympathy he can. And it's it's really funny. that graphic is so. Next so we funny. had Lay Sex Gods. Yeah, it's great. Next we had Lay Sex Gods versus uh, Aussie Open. Great match. And Lay Sex Gods are yeah, I really, like this match a lot. They're a really good tag team. Chris Jericho, that mm-hmm. is his strength now. Like That's he, what he sh- he should be doing tag matches a lot more than he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like he actually did for a year. He had a lot of really good tag matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the that's true. That's he true. had a probably his best wrestling year, maybe not his mm-hmm. best character year, but he, this this past calendar year was probably his best work rate year in the company. Mm-hmm. His first yeah, year as sure. a, as the leader of the inner circle was amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one spot I really loved in this match was when Ozzy Open goes for their. Uh, double-sided lariat on each side of the opponent and Sammy comes flying in and catches um, uh, Mark Davis with the, the top rope cutter yeah, which really, was awesome S- Sammy kept like diving in from out of nowhere off screen for saves mm-hmm. which is really good Yeah, what what set up the uh, the frustration for Sammy at the end of the match I, I, I don't I know I, I was trying to remember what happened with that he and just at the end they were just mad something. at each other yeah, he and Jericho mm-hmm. mistimed I, something, and uh, then Jericho ended up hitting the uh, hitting the Judas effect for the win, and Sammy mm-hmm. was pissed off. They get into a little, or Sammy, Jericho goes to lift his hand at the end of the match, and mm-hmm. and, and Sammy brushes it off, and he said he's pissed off. He goes to the crowd again. I didn't really see it. I didn't see it, so I don't. I didn't see it either, and I I kind of feel like they should have lost the match. And that could have set it up too, where like Sammy's mad or something that they lost. Yeah, he was plus also... I just wanted Ozzy Open to win because I love oh, Ozzy yeah. Open. But <laughs> yeah, 
that's a that's the thing with having such a stacked tag division is mm-hmm. that uh, great teams have to lose if yeah. they're not being like if they're not like the champion champions. Um, that's what, I'm interested to see. Uh, are we going to see more from Mike Santana and Ortiz? I would hope so. I hope so. I hope they just bring him back for the, the stadium stampede and that's it. Yeah, because they pulled them off an indie date to put them in there. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I was I would I would hope so. I mean, they got to build to what's their next show? The October show, Fighting Spirit or something like that. Yeah, they got that, and also uh, um, uh, fucking Arthur Ashe as well. The one in New York. Yeah, which yeah. again put those men in New York, man. Put those men in New York. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. the crowd pop. Yeah, for so sure. Those guys and you gotta have Kingston on the show too. You should. Mm-hmm. You should have Kingston on there. They haven't done. They haven't done that yet. I think they maybe had him in a tag match, but they gotta. They gotta have him in. They. I think they gotta do the Claudio versus Kingston match at the Arthur Ashe. It's show. coming. It's coming. I bet that mm-hmm. is what's happening. And I, I think they should make that match title for title, so that way you don't know who's gonna win. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, that was that in the uh, in the in the uh, the stuff with um, with Moxley was Kingston there or was uh, was Claudio no. there in that one? No, Claudio was out for the match with Mox, but uh, Kingston was not. Okay, okay, Kingston did have a match on the show, right? Am I wrong? <laughs> Not on this one. No, no, no. You no, had to mention I'm thinking of the paper. Ten. This is the thing. They had they had all these shows going yeah. on like in such a short period of time. It's uh, it's bleeding mm-hmm. into all out for me. Yes. And so next after the tag match after Lasex Gods implode, we had an awesome Ricky vignette, Ricky Starks vignette. Oh, where yeah. he talks about how he's he's not done and you can't make him quit. Danielson, like I know Ricky Starks lost the match, but he didn't tap out. He passed out. It, the way that he fight. Passed, the way he passed out yeah. to his face. I love that. Yeah, you could see it on his face. Like I'm trying to fight, but I realize I can't do anything. Anymore. No, it was amazing. Was, and mm-hmm. something about someone having blood on the face, it makes their face it, itself once the blood starts to like go away, it makes them look so pale. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. it's like the it makes their face look a little more pink or a little more gaunt. Yeah. It, uh, no, it looked, uh, he looked like he was dying in that ring, and it was great. And then, um, even during the media scrum after All Out, Danielson said that, uh, he's like, no, Ricky carried me through that whole match. My arm's still too hurt. He carried me through the whole match. So Danielson's putting him over huge and stuff. Yeah, he said, uh, he said, if you notice, I didn't punch with that hand once mm-hmm. in this yeah. match. And, uh, he would not have been in the match. They had, um, it was reported like literally the day before he came back. He wasn't coming back to October. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a month early, over a mm-hmm. month early. Um, yeah. So, so what so, came after this promo? Uh, another backstage segment with uh, Takeshita and Don Callis. They said next week they're going to show who their next opponent's going to be. They have a painting with a tarp over it, but Renee tried to lift up the tarp. He put his hands down he said you'll find out next week so yeah it's next week we'll figure out who he's cool and i mean he is right Takeshita has pinned kenny omega 
two mm-hmm. times in Twice seven now. days. That is huge. Yeah. And like just before that happened, people were like, weren't they going to push Takeshita? I guess they kind of dropped that ball. And then he pinned the best wrestler in the world twice. Yeah, twice in a week. <laughs> so may, maybe just let, maybe just let things play out, to use a cliche. <laughs> and then next, in ring segment this time, but this was this was it's MJF coming out doing his shtick, the "Devil's in your city" and "Who's your daddy," which I, I guess is like a Indianapolis thing because they were all going crazy for that. Then he says, uh, I'd address one person, and before he can say his name, Samoa Joe comes out because that's who he's going to address. Because at yeah. All Out, after the ROH tag title match, Joe recreated the famous NXT shove to MJF on the on the ramp and then choked him out with his already hurt neck. So then he calls out Joe. Joe comes out, keeps calling him boy. He's like, I'm not a boy. I loved it. It was really good. Uh, MJF mm-hmm. losing his mind. And then just starts going at Joe with fat jokes, calls him Pillberry mm-hmm. Joe Boy, calls him, I don't know, some other fucking fat jokes. Okay. Which, um, I was listening to Stephen Larson's Going in Raw podcast, and they were kind of making a good point. Because, you know, MJF, he can ob- ob- obliterate someone on the mic if he wanted to, and he's kind of going for low-hanging fruit, making fun of Joe's weight and stuff. Yeah. And the last time we really saw him go for low-hanging fruit was in his feud against Punk. And they're like, maybe... If he goes up against like a star he's idolized his whole life, he he kind of gets nervous, and like it's like a character flaw, like he can't bring it, so he goes for the low hanging fruit. I was like, that, that'd be that pretty good. Be. If that's actually and that, what's that is a yeah. really, uh, I mean, it's smart because one, and MJF is smart like that, uh, or mm-hmm. like the person is, um, like the guy mm-hmm. doing the act. Because um, one thing that I I really loved a detail in this. With Joe, this is the best he's looked in like ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like he looks, he's he's felt. Yeah, his <laughs> face looks, his face looks a lot slimmer than it's been. Mm-hmm. Like throughout his whole uh, WWE run as well, like he looks mm-hmm. like he's like he looks really good. So it's just it's funny and it's ironic that he's targeting mm-hmm. his body. It was like this is. The best Joe's looked in over a decade, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> and, and even the size of Joe, he can out wrestle most people on the planet. So it doesn't yeah, really no, matter. Absolutely. If he's big or not. <laughs> and, um, and MJF, he goes back and he's, he's like, Oh, yeah, you know what? You, you shoved me because you thought, uh, because you, you treated me like I'm just a kid. Um, he's like, mm-hmm. This is after. And he tells the whole story about. William Regal, Regal and how stuff, he finally yeah. got his shot and how he finally showed up and I love like this is just ingrained in AEW is <laughs> the story of MJF and it's intrinsically entwined with WWE which is cool it's mm-hmm. just re- yeah. it's just wrestling lore at this point yeah yeah I, I like that too when he told the uh, the Regal story again the crowd started chanting he fucked up he fucked up <laughs> and then yeah. Sorry, what did Joe say? Oh, he's like, I didn't do it because you were a, a kid or not a man. I did it because you're a bitch. <laughs> uh, did MJF slap him here? Yes, he did slap him. He mm-hmm. says, "He says, I see what you want, what you're trying to do here. You're, you're just trying to goad me. You're trying to get me into a fight so I can, uh, so that I'll lose my shot, so that I'll get suspended. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to give you that satisfaction, MJF. And then, uh, 
MJF is just like, you know what? Fine, I'll leave. And he doesn't let him leave. He beats the shit out of him instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hurts his yeah. neck, of course. Mm-hmm. Which is what they're doing right now. Which is me. At all out when he when he charged Samoa Joe and Samoa Joe got him by the neck and choked him. Mm-hmm. Brilliant stuff. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant stuff. Like it's uh it's really good, the whole neck injury bit with Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. So we have Joe, Adam Cole, MJF all entwined and Roddy and Roddy Strong all entwined mm-hmm. in this big web of shit right now and it, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. And then we have this and tournament. Then- that Joe and yeah. Roddy Strong are in, and they're going to be facing each other, but you don't know which guy's going to win because the winner mm-hmm. is going to face MJF. And mm-hmm. is it going to be Joe facing MJF, or is it going to be Roddy Strong? Because that has to do with mm-hmm. uh, with MJF Adam and Cole. Adam Cole. It's like it's mm-hmm. super unpredictable. And normally, they're I mean, we know who's going to face each other in the finals, but generally, mm-hmm. who's going to win the tournament is very predictable. But it's not yeah. in this case. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. I think it's probably Joe, but you never know. I think so, too. So give MJF a huge babyface victory in, in New York. I guess mm-hmm. Joe would be really good for his babyface run. And I think it'll play into, because we still think that Adam Cole turn's coming. Because if you notice it all out, when Joe was choking MJF, Adam Cole didn't get into the ring. He no, called he security not. to come get into the ring. Yeah, he did not. He get, let he let MJF get choked. Yeah, he was he was in the ring. <laughs> he could have and he called him security off. in there. Yeah, he, he didn't do off. anything. You could have given him like a super mm-hmm. kick or something. Yeah, he, he hadn't just wrestled. It was MJF. Actually, mm-hmm. no, he had. But that's besides. He was in the match too, but he yeah. he just didn't help MJF at all, at all, which is funny. I I picked up on and that then, as well. Mm-hmm. Let me see what was next. Next was the Roderick Strong match. That's right, because when they're leaving, when they're taking MJF out, you just hear Adam, <laughs> Adam. I love that. That's Roderick his. Strong. That's his music now. Is just it just starts with Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he comes out friend. with his opening tournament. Yeah, you don't. You only care about his neck. You don't care about my neck. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that uh, he comes in and does his pose on his knees and the kingdom guys take the neck brace off. <laughs> and then he wrestles then, as uh, if nothing's wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the kingdom guys, and then, every time he gets dropped on his head, are just in fear for his life. Mm-hmm. And who who did he and face? Then, so he, him and Trent Barretta. Trent. This match was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, they had an awesome match. Two guys with PWG neck issues. PWG forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're just dumping each other on each other's necks. I've seen this match in Pro Wrestling Gorilla a million times, and it's always good. And uh, there's one spot where Roderick just drops bread on the ring apron from the steps, and that looked like it hurt. It, it sounded like it hurt, just the thud whenever he hit. Yeah, right on his, uh, right on his shoulder blades, too. Right mm-hmm. across there. Yeah. Yeah, these, uh, these guys are very similar, actually, mm-hmm. in their... Uh, and what they can do in the ring. They mm-hmm. they actually have a kind of a similar move set. But yeah, big fan of these guys. Um the little big men. Yeah, like yeah. To yeah. Them. 
I really, Broderick really wins. wanted oh. a Shitty Little Boots chant to break out, considering That'd the guy awesome. who started Shitty Little Boots was Trent Beretta. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be perfect. Uh, oh, yeah, so the match ends. Roderick hits the end of Heartache, which I love that move. Doesn't seem like it'd be fun to take, but it's an awesome move. And then yeah, uh, I mean everything. He wins everything he does yeah. is cool. And then man. He, they immediately put the neck brace back on him, which is funny. Yeah, and then, he's, and then uh, he goes and he's like, "Oh, ow, ow! I'm in, I'm in yeah. so much pain, I'm in so much pain." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just the whole yeah, match, yeah. Uh, Tony Schiavone is like, "This guy's full of shit. He's not hurt." Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it was good, and. Uh, I love the kingdom as his stooges. It's good. Yeah. It's really, it's really good, good. Them on the outside, um, pretending that any little drop on his neck is going to, is going to end things. Just for kill him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's been over a month since he started wearing the neck brace. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. awesome. No, uh, and the people, next we have, many people have taken the muscle buster. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And the next we have, uh, one of the best segments of the night and one of my favorite new characters in AEW. I mean, she's been here for a while, but her character's new and that's Tony storm. Uh, yes. uh, just talking about how I guess next week they're doing a, a eliminator match for the women's title. At yeah. It's a four way, the Arthur Ashe show four way. And then, uh, she's interviewed by uh, Renee. Renee. I forgot her name for a second. Renee's like, what are you going to do if you have to face Soraya? That's your friend. She's like, you just like to poke, don't you? Poke, poke, poke. But don't worry about it. Chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. And then she walks off and then the shoe comes flying in. What's, is, <laughs> what's the shoe? Has it, the shoe been a bit before yeah, this yeah. moment? So since she first started the thing and it was Tony Schiavone, she hit Tony Schiavone in the head with the shoe. And then every week she's just thrown it at someone when she leaves. I just love that she went <laughs> and watch for the shoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she like, what do you mean she... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good stuff. Honestly, who throws a shoe? Mm-hmm. And it's it's starting to get over. You can hear the the crowd crack up at her chins up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. Like the crowd started cracking up really hard, so it's starting to get over in a big way. It's good. Uh, uh, everyone seems to love that gimmick. It, it's mm-hmm. really really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan. Um, and I like it, it that it all started because she lost her title and it just like broke her brain. Like, yeah, she no, can't. she. <laughs> Like when they come back, and they're like, "She is off her nut." <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Um, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see her wrestle with that gimmick. I guess she has already, mm-hmm. but she at all in she did. Yeah, but I I need to see more of it. Like I need to see yeah 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 more, a, like a singles match with character good, come good out in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so next we had what was my probably favorite part of the show. Hangman comes out, talks about how he gave all that money that he won at the uh, uh, Battle Royal at the pay-per-view to schools because teachers need more respect and he loves them because he's a former teacher. He's even lower third said probably the worst teacher anyone had, which was funny. (laughs) And then uh, he's talking and then you hear whose house and then Swerve and Prince Nana come out. And this was just, I was like, oh, this is a fresh feud. I didn't even think about this feud, but I am here for it all the way. Apparently, it was like the highest rated segment on Dynamite this past week, which is awesome. Who knew? Yeah. And so Swerve comes out, basically just says that Hangman's become, become complacent and 
he wants a spot, and if he had a spot, he'd be the first black world champion AEW's ever had. And he's like, you haven't had new gear in a year. You haven't had new merch in a year. When was the last time you wrestled for a title? It's like, I get it. You just signed that fat new deal. Yeah, he's like, when's the last time you had a a singles promo? When's the last time you had a singles Mm -hmm. match? When's the last time you you fought for a championship? You were the golden boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. He says, you signed the new deal, and you're just ready to – you're just content with riding in the back with the Bucks and not caring, and then – Adam Page doesn't really have want anything to do with it, so he tries to leave. And he's like, "Yeah, go go back and tell your wife and your kid that you're a piece of crap or something." And yeah, that, 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 that you're off. walking away from uh, from all mm-hmm. your potential. Yeah, and then so they they he comes in and he's going to say something to Swerve, but then Brian Cage decks him from behind, hits him with the drill claw, and setting up next week Hangman versus Brian Cage Part Three, which is awesome. So and this feud mm-hmm. is. As soon as Swerve's music hit, I was just, I was that man behind the tree. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, here we go. Here we go. I was Birdman. Yeah. I was Birdman. <laughs> just, yeah, just rubbing this is, my hands. It's such a good feud. They, I don't know if they've ever wrestled each other ever, like even on the indies or anything. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. They're both young they, and... If, if done right, I know, like, you know, good guys got to win at the end, but if done right, you could do like Ricky did this past weekend. And it, Swerve can. I want Swerve to win it, though. That'd hey, be awesome. In my opinion, good guys don't have to win. Good guys do not have to win. Um, bad guys can win. Like, you shouldn't have a whole show of bad guys winning, but sometimes you can. You can have it seem dire. Um, <laughs> sometimes. Because good guys, I mean, good guys got to chase a belt, right? That's true. That's very true. So a uh, bad guy has to hold, bad guy has to win to get the belt, right? Mm-hmm. So for and me, for me, it's I, uh, it's Swerve's time. I think so, especially because the next pay per view is in Seattle, Swerve's home territory. Right. So yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's uh, it's, it's this is this is great. This is great. Mm-hmm. Never would have thought to put these two guys together, but this is. This is the future of the company right here is these two guys, right? Oh, yeah. And Swerve, I mean, we've, all, we've both been saying it, but Swerve is just, he's on another level now. Oh, he is. He's put on mass. He's hes bigger now. He's got hes ready for that main event run. No, he, he he's a body guy now. Swerve's mm-hmm. a body guy now. And, yeah, yeah no, he's got, he's got his cousin uh, writing creative for him. <laughs> yeah. A little nepotism. <laughs> a little mm-hmm. nepotism the right ways doesn't hurt anybody yeah <laughs> yeah and then after that it, we're already on the main event it's nick wayne versus darby in the for, uh, another first round match of the great the match. i i did not know who was going to win this match i thought they might have uh nick wayne turn on darby in this match or yeah so did i have christian <laughs> get involved which christian did kind of <laughs> get involved and then i thought that was going to lead to darby losing he came out on commentary didn't he yeah I thought he was gonna. Yeah. I thought he was gonna play a, a distraction role here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is this yeah. a cool match. This was this is the mm-hmm. battle of the. If you had showed me like a graphic or like a still of these guys twenty years ago and saying this is going to be the main event of a wrestling card, I'd be like, "You're out of your goddamn mind." Mm-hmm. These guys are so small. Yeah. Like, yeah, but yeah, like this is like the one time Darby was the bigger man. 
Yeah, it's, it's hilarious that way. And then I, I, I realized, because they're like, Nick Wayne's 18. I realized he's three years older than my kid. That made me feel very old. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, this was awesome. Uh, Darby got on the mic at one point and said, I know you can lay it in thicker than that or something to hit him harder. Yeah, no, that was I, really well done. Really well done. Mm-hmm. And Darby hit him with the elbow after that. And Nick Wayne, he he goes to hit him with the elbow but he hits him with the crescent kick instead. It's like, oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. this is that's yeah. gold, man. I love Darby's dive and Nick Wayne just getting out of the way and Nick Wayne's face like, what the? Because Darby just looked like Ralph Wiggins when he threw, or um, what's the Ralph Wiggins kid's name? Um, or is it Ralph Wiggins? I don't yeah, know. No, the, it is the Ralph. chubby kid from Simpsons Ralph. flying yeah, through the window. Yeah, he looked like him flying through the window in the Simpsons. He just crashed on the outside. Yeah, no, and then, he, uh, he hit like he's crumpled on the on the outside like a fucking Family Guy character. <laughs> yeah, like Peter Griffin just got beat up, and then uh, <laughs> fell down. A place so yeah, this is back and forth. I like towards the end. Darby wants to go for the coffin drop, but he feels bad. But then he finishes off with what I think is it looked even more brutal. Where he like trapped his arms backwards and was like kicking him or whatever in the head. Yeah, like that looks more brutal than a coffin drop. <laughs> It really does. I would rather a coffin drop than be kicked in the back yeah. of the head, man. Yeah. Coffin drop, I, I can go to a chiropractor. I can't re- mm-hmm. I can't fix the brain after you just kicked it. Yeah. 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 So Darby wins. He faces Roderick, Roderick next week, I think. Yeah. Fuck, that match is going to be good. Yeah, it is. Here's the thing. I, do, I don't think they've I ever love, wrestled either. I love when AEW does these tournaments. I love mm-hmm. it because you get these little bite-sized stories, which is mm-hmm. which is fun. And what does Darby and what does Roderick like to do? Backbreakers and Darby's like the smaller opponent that he can just get thrown around into backbreakers all the time. That's and awesome. he's said that his back is as bad as it's ever been, and this is mm-hmm. the most pain he's ever had since he did the coffin drop on the coffin. Like this is the mm-hmm. story they're telling, man. It's mm-hmm. right there, and it's really yep. well done. It's really real really well plotted out um mm-hmm. yeah these tournaments they kind of give aw the opportunity first to tell these little stories as i said but also to have these cold matches and have them mean something mm-hmm. like you look at the bracket you're like oh this is really good and there's already just added meaning to it like you don't mm-hmm. have to have a storyline even though roddy does have a storyline right now darby does have mm-hmm. a storyline right now you can make arguments that any of these guys are going to win this tournament. It's not the case. We're not going to get Darby versus um, MJF, but um, any of Roddy or Joe would make perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I still think we do get a... Like, we probably get Roddy versus uh, Adam Cole and Joe versus... Uh, and Joe versus... MJF, MJF, which mm-hmm. fuck, sign me up for both of those, man. Hell yeah, Roddy versus Adam and then, Cole would fucking bang. Yeah, yeah, it would it would, and then tonight's uh, rampage, it's pretty stacked too, man. Uh, we got Samojo versus Jeff Hardy in the tournament, which is and crazy. Pinta versus that's a crazy Pinta for, Yeah, Pinta versus Jay Lethal in the tournament, and then we have the Young Bucks versus Three and who's in this match? That's a lot of people in one match. Hold on. We got Hikaru Shida, Sky Blue, and Britt Baker 
versus Taya Valkyrie, The Bunny, and Anna J. That's so. wild. And they've been telling a, a little feud story with Britt Breaker and Sheeta where they can't get along in tag matches. So there's a little story for you. Yeah. 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 That's a pretty good rampage, to be honest. <laughs> I'm very intrigued with what's going to happen with Collision going forward with Punk gone. I hope it keeps the same feel. I think I, I liked like the promos at the beginning and stuff like that. I liked it. And I, I hope they, they keep focusing on the people they have been. That. They, they should keep that. That mm-hmm. like that's not dependent on punk. It should absolutely stay because it, it is. No, worth and it. I know. Yeah, and like I like that they focus on Jay White and Hobbs and Miro and like a lot of guys. I hope they keep doing that. One thing that's interesting, I heard that the uh, the soft roster split is effectively done. That's toast. Yeah. I'm sure there's well, the going to be some guys that will primarily work one or the mm-hmm. other. So it's not so like, like House of Black, for example. They had said, you know, they may be off for a while now, considering they lost their title. But mm-hmm. uh, they, like, they had said at one point that they didn't want to, that they only wanted to work one show, right? They only want. Th- yeah, they wanted to be on Collision just to make the group feel more special. Like, you don't see them every week. I agree. On every they show absolutely and should. Mm-hmm. And I still think Hobbs should primarily be on Collision. Yeah. So should Miro. Like, it just... Mm-hmm. Like, don't... Like... But I like the idea that anyone can show up. Yeah, on either show. Time. No, like, the Bucks good. being on Collision was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure they'll try to have as many big stars on collision for the time being because college football started last weekend yeah need all the help they can get for well, the ratings fucking nfl's back too right they don't yeah. normally well, play saturday the, but sometimes they play these weird days opening know. weekend they will play they will play this weekend on saturday but yes last saturday i know collision had a pretty low rating but that was the start of college football and here in the states college football is a pretty big deal no, especially down like friday night lights baby well that, mm-hmm. that's yeah so that's high school football but whatever you know yeah, what I, mean. I get what you mean, though. Everyone loves football. But, um, <laughs> but so, yeah, because I, I just saw Mox is going to be on collision this weekend. So they're, they're trying to. Oh, is he? Who's he up. facing? Mm-hmm. Action and ready. What the fuck? It's, it's an open. It's a, it's a, the title open match. They're doing open. That was a, for the title. That was a legit candid reaction. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, what the fuck? <laughs> Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I wonder if maybe if he's on collision, like Scorpio Sky or like Miro or Hobbs or somebody will challenge him after the match. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I hope he just whoops that man's mm-hmm. ass real quick, and then someone else comes out. That's often what they do mm-hmm. in these. That's what yeah. they do on Dynamite a lot of the time. Like when someone has these little squash yeah. matches, they just, they don't normally announce them ahead of time, though. Anyways, whatever. Mm-hmm. But cool. Yes. I mean, I I, I legit thought this 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 felt like an all timer of a of an episode. It was it was I liked fun, it. man. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It had the the Samojo, MJF, and Swerve and Hangman were some of the my favorite promo segments of it the year. Felt I loved it felt fresh. It and everyone it everyone it felt seemed rejuvenated. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that a lot of the locker room, and I mean, I can't speak for them, but I'm going to. Um, I have a yeah. feeling that a lot of the locker room feels probably relieved now that Punk's mm-hmm. gone. 
They probably feel like oh, yeah. fucking like they're working with Jimmy Fallon. Did you see that shit? <laughs> oh man, yeah, that shit's crazy too. They feel very <clears throat> similar. Which which fucking <clears throat> CM Punk? Which fucking Jimmy Fallon's gonna walk through the door today? Um, <clears throat> I've actually heard exactly. about that shit with Jimmy Fallon for years. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, that he yeah. has a severe drinking problem. That his <clears throat> when his finger, hey, because you remember when he first took over. Th- yeah, when he first took over the Tonight Show. Off, yeah. Because he was drunk at yeah. home and he fucking fell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I've, I've been hearing that he's got, he's had like substance substance shit. Or at least drinking problems mm-hmm. for, I don't want to get sued for libel. But <laughs> but I've been like, <laughs> well, there's, there's shit like blind items and stuff online and like gossip sites, which know their shit. Um, mm-hmm. That uh, they've been saying Jimmy Fallon is kind of a bit of a wreck, a bit of a wreck mm-hmm. to work with, which is yeah. which is sad because he was he was the fun happy guy for so long. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's what you, it is. You never really truly know someone though. Now it's just Conan. He's the last one. He's the last fun happy guy. The NBC should have never got rid of him. Nope, they fucked up. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and then TBS too, although. He, it didn't go so hot when it mm-hmm. was uh, that whole Team Coco thing. Or no, like yeah. when, now uh, he's got his podcast, though, and that's super successful. He, he's so funny. His podcast is amazing. And he had that other mm-hmm. show where he was traveling around and doing weird things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but that was, that was very funny as well. He's a great guy. He's a great interviewer, too. Big yeah, fan of him. I love Conan. I want to have Danhausen on since I was a kid. Now. Yeah, please have him back awesome. in character. Now that he's on a fucking huge show, he can be like, "Hey, remember me?" <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I hope Danhausen comes back soon. I miss that guy. Yeah, yeah, man. Give me some Danhausen. I want, I want evil Danhausen. Give me some evil yeah, Danhausen, but awesome. sometimes, like, uh, mm-hmm. have him be like a. Be this comedic little guy that gets in over his head, and then like his Finn Demon Balor side mm-hmm. comes out and he wins the matches. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> Anywho, I guess it's time to wrap this up. So peace. See ya.